everyone and welcome to the biggest podcast in the world. This is uh, the Patches In Podcast episode 38, I think. Dom, confirm that for me, 38 please. This is episode 38. Yeah, we haven't got a name for this yet, we'll wait until Hamish gets drunk and says something ridiculous. Wait a minute, am I meant to be here? Because you said biggest podcast in the world and that's that's definitely not us. I, I like your optimism but I think I'm in the wrong place right now. Joe Rogan listens to us for like tips on how to do a podcast. Is that like your mate who happens to be called Joseph Rogano no, or something like that and Rogino. you just call him Joe Rogan? That's Ho Jogan, mate. <laughs> Ho Joe Rogan. Uh, anyway, I'm here with uh, the other Patch Lads. Patch Lads? Yeah, Patch That's Lads. That's weird. Yeah, Patch, patch Lads. Dom. Alright, guys. And Hamish. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hamish, you've got any cans this week? Have you got bottles? Uh, I'm popping bottles, mate. Oh, not even popping. I'm screwing bottles. Oh, um, screwing, screwing bottles? Screw, screw it up here. Get your mind out of the gutter. No. So your, your mind goes there because it would probably fit, but you know, no one else would think that. My mind would fit in the gutter? Not your mind. Something else would fit in the bottle. Explain the joke, Hamish. Let's ruin it. Let's ruin everything. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Right, we're back on Discord because people keep getting sick, obviously. And we live in the west of Scotland, which has a high infection rate. So we're back on Discord. Uh... Have you had a good week? I'll go with Hamish first, because I spoke to Tom about this earlier and I'm bored him. Thanks. No worries, it, it, it <laughs> happens, mate. Um, yeah, it's actually been pretty good. I had a week off of work. Uh, I think it's the longest I've actually been off of work since I started there, like a year ago. So it was weird, but I was like in work for the first three days of my holiday. Um, hey, Hamish, you know, got, uh, Hamish, you know that uh, that's not how holiday works. You're not supposed to be in work. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. That's, I wasn't that's working. Different. I wasn't working, but I was in. Uh, I basically started my friend in there, and like on her first day, I was showing her around and stuff like that. And then on her second day, I went to see how she got on uh, when she finished. And then on the third day was uh, another. No, it was another friend's like last day, so we got lunch and stuff like that. And, uh, we took our bunny for a walk. Ah, that's so that's a, what that was then. Yeah, yeah. That's like, not a so, euphemism. Like she does have a bunny, and we do put it on a lead and walk it about. That again. was so strange. You put it on the chat. I'm taking a bunny for a walk, and I was like, uh, "What? What? What does that mean? What context? That, what bunny? Yeah, that was one of those things. That was one of those things. I was like, I'm not even going to reply because I don't want to know what that is. Yeah, if it is an actual bunny, I don't care. If it's a euphemism, I don't care. You, that's you care hard. a lot less than, than zero. <laughs> yeah. No, no. We were um, we were taking a bunny for the walk. Um, was it around the garden? No, no, no. It was, but she was working, so it was just out the back of work. Um, so There's a big kind of yard, so yeah. You walked the, you walked the yard. Yeah. Walked so that the was yard, it. Walked the you lane. took a week off work and went back to work for three days. <laughs> well, that was only three days. The rest of it, I was like, you know, when you take some time off and you're like, hey, I've got a few things I've been wanting to do. I'm going to be super productive, and then you're like, <laughs> nah, this is. I mean, I mean, that's what a holiday's for, chilling out. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, I played some games that I've been wanting to like see because the things like Cyberpunk coming out and you know other games and stuff like that. I'm just like I want to finish games, so I've I've been playing games to finish them lately. Uh, finished yeah. a couple of games and that, so just just enjoyed myself, just chilled out. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a good week. Awesome. That sounds like a good week. It was a topic I was going to try and bring up about games and how we might because I've got a wee bit of burnout right now. I've not been playing a lot of games. But uh, we'll go to Dom next. How's your week been, Dom? After we heard about Hamish walking his bunny? Oh. Or someone else's bunny? Hey. <laughs> My week's been all right, man. Uh, I've been just working a lot, obviously, with uh, working with phones, new stuff coming out. So 
I'm in there quite a lot. Uh, with games, I've been playing quite a lot of like indie games. I got like a thousand games for a couple of bucks a few months ago. So I've been playing a couple of them, like just trying them for like five, ten minutes and see what sticks. Um, after we were talking about um, uh, Prince of Persia remake, uh, all the games were on sale on Steam. So I got all of the ones, including like the last Ubisoft remake one uh, for like less than a tenner. So that's like that's pretty good. Yeah, Sands of Time, Warrior Within. Uh, Two Thrones uh, remake and the Forgotten Sands, so five games for less than a tenner. Uh, that was I was like I might as well do that because that remake kind of looks shit. So I was like I might as well play the games uh, properly. Uh, and I've also downloaded Among Us, had a couple of games of that, and that was really fun. But I've been really watching more people on Twitch play it than playing it myself because it's funny just to see people getting so angry and hitting the button. Like, it's like the yeet button, as everyone has it. <laughs> just go yeet, just go yeet. Uh, such I, bought, a... I bought it on my, on my tablet, my Android tablet, so mm-hmm. so we could play it. I oh, didn't yeah. buy it on my PC, because I don't trust, even though it's a, a, a small game, I don't yeah. trust my PC to be able to play it. I think my Android tablet's actually more powerful. It <laughs> <laughs> probably is, man. Like, to be yeah. fair, like the Among Us 2, I think, is coming out relatively no, soon no. as well no mate that's part of the news that got cancelled oh really because they're going to keep updating Among Us 1 because it became so popular see again because like see the notice when I bought it it just came up saying that Among Us 2 is coming like well, that was a couple I'll, days ago I'll, I will confirm this for you but I, I read that's kind of weird though like you would think if the first one gets really uh, popular then they would go ahead with the second one like but it's more because more like money. the game has been out for a long time I remember seeing it like what two three years ago i think kev was like even talking about these wee game it's like you run about it was, i think it was on like newgrounds or that just 2018 like it came out mate um it went from having four and a half pc users logged on in 2019 january to 107,000 over the last month that's fucking um they said that the reason they're not uh doing the sequel now is um because of the popularity of this game um they're just going to keep updating it and putting out more content which that's a really nice thing to do instead of making you buy another one even though it's a very cheap game as it is yeah, I think I paid one, $1.89 on the yeah, Android store it's like £4 on Steam you know what I mean yeah. I'm assuming though that they're going to make these like paid DLCs and stuff like that for it because like, yeah. somehow we've managed mind you I suppose if people keep buying the game and it grows in popularity they'll, they'll have more money now and that's why they're able to make additional content yeah. that's, that's crazy it just shows you the power of like viral marketing and that doesn't it because it just snowballs with a few clips of funny funny parts of the game and stuff like that and people reacting to it and then more and more people get interested and then it goes global yeah this is this is part of this uh thing we've always talked about and always ranted about it's like you know how the big companies always aim for like uh full realism and technology and frames per sec uh, frames like people just want to play fun things that's it <laughs> they just want to play things that are fun Games uh, should be about gameplay. That's yeah, it. If fun. it's good gameplay, you can have like the worst graphics. You can have appealing graphics. That's okay. But if you've got great gameplay, then it doesn't really matter what the rules. Yeah, the, the rest of it is like nice additions, but it's not core what you need. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but um, I have found out that we can play it together. It's crossplay. So if you want to play it yeah. uh, on your Steam accounts, I'll play it on my tablet, and we can get a room put together. If anyone wants to play with us, just hit us a line on our Instagram. DM us. Slide into those. DMs. Slide into it. We promise Hamish won't reply. <laughs> Not until five in the morning when I'm drunk. <laughs> we'll just fall into the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Stumble into the DMs. Yeah. Like, hi, have you got any alcohol? <laughs> That's in the fridge. <laughs> um, so uh, I- I've been uh, also kind of uh, jumping back and playing some other games, uh, trying to finish a few off, obviously, because we've got some new ones coming out soon. 
like Crash, uh, Cyberpunk. So uh, the missus was up and she was like, do you want to, do you want to play some Cuphead again? And I was like, oh, oh. I can't go down that. But I'd forgot that she hadn't got by the first sort of levels. So I was like, no, we got through this. And she's like, oh, I've not seen any of these levels. I'm like, well, prepare to enter hell. <laughs> yeah. But we did, we got, we, we got like two or three down. And it was like the second one uh, that we defeated was the one that I remember six hours playing. Six hours. And it was the dragon. Um, and the dragon, he's just cheap. He'll Wait, start six hours winter. on this one. Six level. hours on this one bit because I just couldn't get it, the rhythm. But it just turns yeah, out, the, the, it turns yeah, out that yeah, some pretty stellar determination though I'm like oh, six hours on one level that's impressive man I commend you for that alone I would have raged quite yeah. long before that it was, yeah I'd have been playing something else like Kev, Cuphead <laughs> I'd turn on and turn off within an hour Kev was like, like ah, what's wrong with you are you a masochist for this Tom I'm like because like I was trying to figure out it says why was I so determined to finish Cuphead the first time round and I was like I don't know what it was I says I'm sure I had a game waiting and I was like I couldn't remember what it was so I went like when was Cuphead released and it was like 2017 September the end of September start of October and I was like well, I, what was what was coming out and it was I think I know is it Mario Odyssey the Wild or something like that no, no, it was uh, South Park's Fractured But Whole. Ah, so it's it was a like, bad game. It's so, not a bad game. It's a very mediocre game. Yeah, it's just a, a South Park game. So I was like, I wanted to complete that before I started, you know, an RPG. So I thought it was going to be like a long RPG game, but it turned out to be just a, what, a 20, 25 hour. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Because the first one was so good. Sticker Truth was so much fun. Uh, but this one, they kind of, yeah, it, it was just very uh, meh. But, it was very much more of the same, really. But, yeah. you know, you would, you would expect some improvements, but there wasn't really anything that exciting so, added, was there? So the dragon... They did that Fire Emblem thing, didn't they? Where they did it um, on a grid. Yeah, it was a grid-based sort of one. And you could uh, your uh, characters had like their own special abilities. Like there was Speedster, like Tank. What was the other ones? Healer. And they all had like their buffs. But you could change your superpowers and all that and you could change what your kryptonite was because you couldn't be OP but they had a, like, that could had your a kryptonite strange... be kryptonite? it could not your kryptonite could be vamp kids who didn't show up on the original game so if you selected vamp kids nothing would happen to you there was no weakness and you're like what the fuck but it turned out it was DLC they were uh, trying to sell to you like later on which had vamp kids wait, wait. <laughs> but by the I time Oh. I know who made this game. That it was Ubisoft, it wasn't was it? It was Ubisoft. Oh, got you. So what, just because he says DLC, you know it's Ubisoft. <laughs> no, because it was shitty DLC. Hamish. <laughs> I did like the joke that they made though that the DLC was like a bus stop that they had, and it was like, oh, when's this? Like you know, oh, it's always taking forever. This this DLC company. Yeah, it's almost like they're trying <laughs> yeah. to take our money away and all that for it for no good reason. It's like. But, but, you know, Matt and Trey, they're always, like, telling people to go fuck themselves. But, anyway, um, you're weak, Tom, you're weak. No, no, but that's what I was getting to. So, the dragon... Hey, don't, don't call him he's weak. He was flexing earlier on. That way he was. So, uh, like, so we got to the dragon and I said, I was like, Andrew, I said, I've raged quite at this so many times. And she's like, oh, no, this is going to be terrible. Bet it after, like, you know, my second try. And I was like, she was like, I thought you said that was hard. I went... It, it is <laughs> I was like it's so I put down the controller I'm like that's it I'm done like because it was it was more I think it was because I had the wrong weapon when I originally went in like before for the six hours and then I was like I may have went I, I don't know maybe if I went on YouTube going how do you defeat us fucking dragon and <laughs> and then yeah so I was like ah but the rest of the week has just been uh, the usual sort of jumping on checking out Twitch try get ready for like other Twitch streams we'll be doing at twitch.tv slash patches and gaming you know yeah we are um well, I'm pretty bad at streaming right now. I haven't done any streaming in a while. 
I've been motivated to. Hugh, I don't think. Hugh, is it has it been a while? It's been a while. Uh, like every time. Any of you uh, get any pre-orders? Did you just get a PS5? Did you just get an Xbox Series X, Series S? I'm not getting a. I'm not getting a Series S. I am going to get the X, and I'm going to get the. the I'm going to get the top one of each. Or was like, that? Were you doing that for your week? Then was it just try to get pre-orders and just nothing? <laughs> I, wa- I, bet I wasn't. I, like my week's been uh, four days. He just sat there in front of the computer, just you watching got this the clock, be- just you got refreshing this beard, the page. It looks like rough on you, man. That's big beard, man. I've I've not been stressing this time. Uh, <laughs> pre-orders I haven't been stressing about mostly yeah. because you know you're going to get it eventually. You know you're going to spend that thousand pound on two consoles and then wait on <laughs> wait on the games coming out eighteen months later. That's what's going to happen. Um, I'm just not into this. Got to have it day one thing anymore. I might be just getting older, but. Uh, you're definitely getting older, mate. Like it's less and less hair every time we see you on this, but. I, I mean, that's a low blow, but uh, <laughs> I've could, do you know what I think it is? I have too much stuff. I have too many games. I've got to this point where I have enough. <laughs> have you ever felt that, guys? You've got enough. Nah, I always want more, mate. I want it all, <laughs> and I want it now. I don't think it's so much like I've got enough, but it's like I've got enough to tide me over. Like, I'm not like pure waiting. Oh, my God, I've got nothing to play. I've got nothing to do. I need to get this Xbox on the day one so that I have something to do. Now I'm just kind of more appreciative of the fact that i've got such a huge library of games it's like it basically makes no difference when i get it because i'll yeah. get to it i've got plenty of stuff to keep me going like and that's why i never really bothered like i didn't even know it was uh the pre-order days and stuff like that like i was just seeing news like oh pre-orders finish so quickly and i was like all oh, right okay guess it was pre-order day today also no shit. Like, of course, they're gonna go quickly. I think a lot of people didn't realise that uh, game stores weren't going to be doing pre-orders as they used to do. So they were thinking, "Oh, I'll just get it online." And then I, I do, I, I hope that it wasn't a mistake from like Microsoft and Sony going, "Well, we'll just do what we usually do, and we'll just do the, the we'll just do it the feelers, and we'll just see how many people pre-order this time without realising that the majority of people that would go outside are maybe all sort of." Uh, isolating and can't go outside yeah. so they're all going to just sit around a pc and a computer because and um, when they were doing that argos amazon curry's uh, any sort of online retailers all like basically 404 yeah it. i had the uh, argos open like i was at home and i was like oh, i'll check argos on the xbox series 60 and like i just had it open and i was checking it every five minutes and i was like oh it says it's not available it says it's not available and then all of a sudden it said it was sold out and i was like that's weird it wouldn't even let me in to see mm. the the actual console so if if you need to get it day one, then it's almost it's almost just like a, a medal of honor now. It's like oh, I got I got the console day one. It's like I think the Xbox One X is is going to give you enough for the next couple of months until you can get one of those Series X. Mm. Like what what's the difference going to be? It's going to be some performance. It's not going to be you can't play those games. Yeah, because I mean even like Halo and all that, they were saying a lot of the games are going to be on current gen plus new gen. So it's like yeah, yeah, not really going to miss out too much apart from. Again, it is about that flex of that. Well, I've got the latest console, mate. Check out all these it's... teraflops and ray tracing and all this. Who's Ray? 
<laughs> I was fucking uh, waiting for that. Man. Uh, See, the only thing that I'm thinking about is, yeah. and it's, it's really not even the end of the world. I've already decided, like, if I don't get one, it's fine. Um, but I've got like the week off for Cyberpunk, and it would be nice to play it on the Series X rather than the One X. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna like put off playing it, you know, because I don't have uh, a Series X. Because I mean, see the fact that I've not played a Series X yet. It's not like I'm going to be missing it, you know? I, I know what it, my Xbox One X plays like, so I'm going to play Cyberpunk and I'm not going to be thinking, uh, I could have more performance, you know? Yeah. I'll be thinking, wow, I'll fucking love this game, hopefully, do, anyway. But, do you have you know, a, an 8K or a, a OLED telly that would push that to, like, its maximum that you would use, like, for the console anyway? Or is your telly, like, you know, compatible with um, it? I've I've got 4K HDR. I'm just going to get another one and put them together and <laughs> side by side. And get those 8Ks, you know. Because like, I don't want to be this guy, Hamish, but you need four. You need four of them. But he's going to go like like what's like what's four happening? plus four, mate. Eight. I don't know if that's how it works, mate. Go back to school, mate. Jesus, this guy right here, man. <laughs> I think. Um, Consoles have turned into PCs, pretty much, right? Aye. The Xbox Series X is just a more powerful version of the Xbox One X. That, do you know every time I say those two names, I really fucking hate Microsoft? Please tell me that you've seen the news then, that Xbox Series X and then Xbox One X had... The Xbox One X was 750% up in sales. Yeah, because right. people be bought it by accident. Oh. A lot of disappointed kids when their mum and dad bring them an Xbox One X yeah. that they've probably already got. One of my work colleagues, she was she managed to get a Series X because like, our, our wee boy's like, desperate for it. That's the only thing he wants for Christmas. And she managed to get it. And I was like, all right, are you sure? She's like, no, I listened to what you said and made sure it was the specific <laughs> one. Because if like it turned out that she bought the wrong one, he would have been like, you've ruined Christmas in my life. <laughs> that would it. be devastating. Like To be fair, like obviously at our age, we would probably laugh at something like that. You know what I mean? If your partner or whatever got you a gift that was the wrong thing. But see, when you're a young lad, yeah. a wee guy, you're going to be like, you'd be fucking devastated, man. I don't think it's the same anymore, right? See, the difference between the PS1 and the PS2 was fucking massive. Aye. See, see between Metal Gear Solid 1 and Metal Gear Solid 2, the difference was huge. Like, you, there's no recognisable parts of both games, like where you think, oh, that's where they got that from. But the difference between the Series X and the One X is going to be, oh, that looks a little better, yeah. or that runs a little smoother. Like, it's not going to be. It's not. It's not the same. Like, yeah, and that's what. I think a lot of the the interesting aspects of it that's going to be good is things like how you can have multiple games open and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, whereas you can only have like if you, if you open up another game just now and close the other game you can have apps open and stuff like that is it like a game and an app or something mm-hmm. but it'll be kind of cool like say for example you're playing uh, a single player and then a couple of your pals come on and they're like do you want to play some Call of Duty or whatever it may be yeah. you're like yeah, yeah cool no problem so you fire up Call of Duty play a few matches and then you can just jump right back into the game you don't need to save it or anything like that you can just go straight back to it it's, it's features more than you know, performance and graphics and stuff like that that will be the biggest difference, I think. Yeah, because I think, like, honestly, what's going to happen is, like, a lot of people will probably be exhausted with, like, them trying to show you, like, most realistic graphics, and it'll be, like, we'll have another Undertale or Among Us or, uh, like, an indie darling that will just basically... Like, Rocket, uh, League. Rocket League. Rocket uh, League, Birth of Isaac, you know. You know, it'll be ones like that will be like, you know, on these next-gen consoles and the bullet, but they've spent X amount of money on it. We've spent, you know, I mean, you always hear, like, you know, our boy Jim, who's always turned around and says, you know, AAA gaming, and then 
someone had the audacity to turn around and say quadruple quadruple A gaming <laughs> triple A yeah. I love the way he says it man yeah, like it's but, so fucking condescending yeah but then that's what they're, they're trying to feed on is like hype for that it says again you could have like the most best looking uh, game ever uh, like I mean like, I remember a lot of people were going crazy for like was it the the order for the yeah PlayStation that was game. a bad game and it was a shit game but it looked nice looked really nice but everyone's yeah. like but it plays like shit yeah it's a game not a movie like yeah right this is another uh, thing we're basically talking about anyway but PS5 games, and I don't know about Xbox because they're going for the Game Pass option, but yeah. uh, 70 bucks in America, which would be 50, 60 here, like for a physical edition now, it's going to be 10 pounds more expensive, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's that's ridiculous. You can't just add 10 pounds more on how much a game costs. Nope. So is that just across the board for all PlayStation 5 games? That's across the board, mate. I, uh, in America, it was $60 for a game, and now it's 70 yeah. Uh, especially Why? for like Miles Morales and stuff like that. Um, Given a uh, reason for it. Inflation. No. Games are more. It costs more now to make, so you've got to do it now. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off, man. You're the ones that are putting the money into this. We're not fucking picking up your slack because you're greedy. Yeah. Because like, okay, we okay. We, let's let's just say that we are going to put down that seventy bucks. Okay, so what else are you hold, withholding from us from that paywall? Costumes. DLC, uh, but no, no, it's only don't, don't worry about that stuff. That's all you know, cosmetic. You don't need to worry about that. It says, but are you withholding game story, are you withholding uh, extra content, are you withholding all that at a price? Well, even though we've now given you nearly a hundred bucks, fuck off. Nah, people always compare it like, oh, they say, oh, it's not, it's not really went up in price, and you're like, well, look at films, movies, movies cost varied amounts like you could have your like Dorian Darko's they cost like a couple million or whatever then you've got your Avengers Endgame which cost a hundred or two hundred million see when the Blu-ray comes out they're both twenty pound they're both the same price like because that is the price point of a whole movie so the price point of a game stays the same like it's They are they are the ones pushing the technology. We aren't asking it. We aren't asking them to do it. We're asking for so, good games. We're asking yeah. to be entertained. And when you have a good game or you have something that you enjoy, people will put the money down, hand over fist, to get that game. I mean, all you have to do is look at uh, Fortnite, PUBG, Modern Warfare. All these ones, if, like, if you put the, the money or the investment for it and the playability for it, People will buy the game, but the problem is then um, people just get too greedy. People, like, you know, not people, companies just get too greedy. They're like that bottom line, they're just like, ah, well, you know, mm, it's looking a bit shaky. It's like, didn't you just make like a, a billion? No, no, it's getting a bit shaky. Oh, like, man, my wallet's a wee bit thin. Can you can you get this in? Why am I paying an extra 20 bucks for this? Ah, no, nah, nah, it's, it's fine. You can cover it. Don't worry. Next time, next time will be, it'll be better. What's all these microtransactions doing in my game? Game Pass is looking the best thing. Is he just a play devil's advocate with the the games like costing more yeah i mean there are some games that cost less than like the standard now like say we're talking about among us they decided four quid on steam yeah because you know it's not a massive game it's not a triple a game or anything like so i mean if why why do they get to only decide up to a certain price why can they not think we put more money into this than any game we've ever made more time you know why can't they choose to just ask for a bit more the reason I think it's bad for them to change it to 70 in America, and I think it's going to be 50, 60 here. I'm not 100% because I'll stock games for 40 here, but there were actually 50. But that's another thing. Um, it's almost like an arbitrary £10 like addition that they think they deserve, even though these games create shit ton of profits. Like None of these games really fail. So like FIFA 21, which might cost, say, £10 million to develop, 
is making 300 million so it's almost just greed them adding that extra 10 on like it's it's not there for anything in particular it's just there for more profits yeah. like it's not to cover any kind of development it's not to cost. pay yeah, it's not to like pay their staff well or to yeah. you know make a better game because like again you could I mean you always see it happens on the other end of like the American football with Madden where the Madden always get caught out by doing the same shit every year and charge the same amount but they take out stuff and then bring it back in to uh, you know uh, they, they take away stuff from previous games or previous editions to then sell it back to you at newer editions and try to claim it's something new yeah, yeah, I, I'm a big FIFA guy, you know that, you both know that, and yeah. every year I know I get hustled. I'm getting hustled every <laughs> single year, like, just because I want to play that game with like, friends from work, and it's my it's kind of my wind-down game, if I've got 20 minutes, I'll play a game here or there. Uh, they are not they are not poor out of this, it is just, and if you want to bring up the what's wrong with making profits thing, whatever, like, that's, that's an economics thing, but like, them claiming this is to cover development costs isn't true. No. It isn't true. They get especially through FIFA and Madden and all these EA sports games and stuff like that, they make so much in Ultimate Team and microtransaction fucking payments that it dwarfs even the people who just buy the game. Like I think most of the profits now are from fucking just microtransactions, which is crazy. Yeah, I think so. So here's here's a question. This is a hypothetical because they would probably they would never do this, right? But would you be for or against like a, a more flexible pricing scheme where they actually looked at the the cost of it, the amount of hours, and then they kind of calculated like, okay, so this should cost X amount of money. Like so, like say uh, the that Star Wars Squadron game is coming out. That's only like thirty five retail instead of usually like forty or fifty. So. I mean, is that because they've, they've maybe that's because they've looked at it and thought, well, not you know, it's not very long or whatever. Mm-hmm. But would you be for or against something like that, or would you just rather a flat out thing? Because it goes the other way. Like they might only put so much money in it, but they it could be cheaper if they don't put more money in it. Or you know, right. I think what we're talking about that? here is a a full game experience or a, what the squadron things as as a a smaller experience. So, like, you've got your maximum, almost, of what games cost, and then you've got anything below that's, like, just whatever the the company feel like they can get for that experience. Because I don't think Squadrons is advertised as a full game, is it? It's advertised as, like, a a shorter, less less time-consuming thing. It's not, like, the... What was that? What was the Star Wars game that just came out? The Dark Fallen, the, one? Fallen Order? Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that was that was full price because that was a full full price experience. But like then, like it's not like they don't know what a full price experience and a half price experience is anymore. Yeah. So like, what's a what's a full experience when you look at the game like uh, say The Witcher? You get sixty hours, a hundred hours. You know, uh, FIFA. You've got you know a thousand hours, and then you get games that are like amazing games, but they maybe only last six to eight hours. Like. Well, what's the differentiate between what's a full experience and a half experience? Is it the time well, you put in it, or is it how I don't it think is, it's the quality of the time? Or? I don't think it's the time I was it takes to complete it. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's the like campaign length. I think it goes on. There's a development cost for a full length game, and it's over a certain amount. But there's also like a, a a limit, a number on what people will pay for one experience. 
So like, if you start putting the price up to a hundred, oh, I'm just making up numbers here. Say, say they say like the next Fallen Order cost them so much, so they're making the game a hundred dollars or like a hundred pound. Like they're going to make less money on that because less people are going to buy it. So they've figured out the perfect price that people still are willing to pay. It's, sometimes it's not even uh, it's not an economic cost and this cost us this much to make and it costs this much per hour. It's this is what people are willing to pay for it. So now they're just experimenting with people might be willing to pay more for games now. And it's like, these EA sports games, are you really willing to pay £10 more for them when you're actually going to put more money into them anyway? Like most of the people that play these games. Yeah. Uh, when you're saying games below that price, I think that's a developer advertising that isn't a full product, like especially in EA. If they'd release uh, Star Wars at 35 is it 35 in America? Or is it 35 here? This is, this is where it gets confusing. No, 35 here sounds like almost a full price game to me because I pay 40 per game, pretty much. Yeah, but but even like seeing that, like this, I'm talking like I, I usually look digitally on the store, even seeing that, the, generally speaking, most kind of games are. You know, forty nine ninety nine or fifty nine ninety nine sometimes mm-hmm. digitally. So even looking at that, and also considering that it's EA, you know, for EA to turn around and say we're not going to charge you full price for this, I mean, that gets me a wee bit worried. Like, is this going to be really fucking short? It also has to be a competitiveness though, because right, they can release that game for sixty or fifty, and then if it comes out against something that's also fifty or sixty and is much better, it'll lose out. So they've also got to make that that judgment on what's the perfect price to release this compared to what it's come out against and stuff like this. I think it's more complicated than this costs this much to develop. It takes this many hours to complete. It's no, it's, you you already hit the nail right on the head, mate. It, it comes down to what are people willing to pay for this, mm-hmm. and it's the same like not even with games like saying uh, something. Like, ah, like even even tiny wee things like even not not big ticket items a wee fidget spinner it's like you know you could probably make with a 3d printer for 49 pence 39 pence or something like that, or even less but when they were a big trend they, they were like 15 20 quid for like ones that looked cool yeah yeah you know i mean and it's just because people would pay that so that's really what it comes down to i just i thought it'd be an interesting Hey, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a big it's a big topic though. Like, uh, I think we're going to move away from buying single games. I think that's going to be the thing. It's going to be Netflix style subscriptions, your game passes, yeah, EA Play or whatever it is. EA is getting EA Play is getting merged with Game Pass. That's, isn't it? Yeah, that's going into Game Pass. Yeah. So like, we'll get I'll get ten hours of the next FIFA for nothing, um, and I don't know what the future is going to be for EA Play. They might turn just turn into another. Like they'll put everything on Game Pass type thing. Game Pass. Uh, I think it'll just. Uh, I think it'll just be absorbed. Basically, it'll become the same kind of thing. And uh, like apparently there was some. Uh, basically, there was a wee bit of resistance against that idea, until they decided to sell it as uh, basically Netflix for games. And that's when they were like, "All oh, right, okay, shit, let's put some money into this then. Like, let's let's try and yeah. get this off the ground." And I think you're right. I think that's that is the way things are going to go. But, yeah, because if they keep pushing development costs, they're going to want a constant income. They're not. They're not going to put things out like a film, and and hope to get their money back. They're going to try and bank on the money back. So they're 
I think for your big AAA titles, they'll come out on like game passes and EA plays, and then your smaller titles will get released individually, and you'll buy them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, what, were, what were we talking about? Well, How did we get say, here? Well, I was Hamish was saying about like pricing and like when you were saying like that's generally what people would you would you go generally to what people would probably pay for. Yeah. Uh, again, again, you go through like especially now where money is really tight for people. Yeah, we were talking about, you know, the pre-orders and that for like £500 or $500 games consoles. But people are going to want it. They're going to get it by any means, you know? So yeah. when it comes I bet to- you if Sony and Microsoft could, they wouldn't have released the consoles this year. Like yeah. they would have waited in our year. They would have waited. I think when you said that last podcast and I was like, do you know what? Yeah, like who's right about that? Because ter- terrible year to be releasing anything. Yeah, terrible, 500 terrible, quid. Terrible year to be releasing music. Terrible music to be... Uh, terrible music. Terrible music. <laughs> terrible uh, year to be releasing uh, games. What about Dom's or... band here? Terrible <laughs> music. Oh, <laughs> oh, that cut me deep there, mate. That's it. No more theme song. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, even um, like Black Widow has been pushed back to 2021 and stuff yeah. like that. You know, Cinemas like, are because... suffering as well. Everything's suffering, man. But, and yeah. I'm, I'm a big cinema fan and I really, really hope they stay alive. Do you know, do you know what the thing is, though, Hugh? Like... You w- you actually went to the cinema and you didn't tell us your cinematic experience. Did I not? Oh, did did not. I not say? You you went and seen was it Ten Ten? Ten Ten? No, Ten Is it Ten Ten? What ten, was it? Tenet, mate. Ten, oh, ten, ten it, mate. Tenet, sorry. It's a palindrome. I thought, I thought it was like a, a sequel to Tintin. So I was. Like, no. it's, do you know about Chris Nolan, mate? No. Uh, what does Chris, Chris Nolan do? Christopher. Christopher Nolan, who did the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, uh, Memento, what else did he do? What was the latest thing? Interstellar, that was it. Tenet, which is uh, a film with Denzel Washington's son as the lead. John David Washington, I think his name is. David John Washington. Ah, Hamish, why? Is it David John? John Something like that. You're going to make Young Mr. Washington. Aye, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Ballers. Yeah. um, it is god damn it his name is John David Washington yeah uh, Robert Patterson Elizabeth Debeke Dimple Kabaddi I'm going to ruin these you names I'm just Michael- stuff off a screen you yeah tell I can. Us about your experience <laughs> Michael Caine and Kenneth Branagh is in it uh, is R- Kenneth Branagh no before that Michael Caine you what why have you got drugs I'm cutting this bit because <laughs> I don't understand it <laughs> Michael Caine, I get it. <laughs> Tenet was really good. Don't let anyone tell you it's not. It's um, it's a film that pretends to be super clever, but it's not actually that clever. It's just got a really um, complex story device, like the time travel thing, and it's pretty like confusing. But don't pay attention to like how confusing that is. It's just a really cool story. Uh, Robert Pattinson's really good in it as well. Like it's given me hope that he is actually as good an actor as people have been telling me. Mm-hmm. Right, he's excellent in it. Um, it's got that Christopher Nolan sheen on it. If you know what I mean. If you've seen Interstellar, if you've seen Inception, it's got like his too cool thing going on. There's there's no real mistakes. Yeah, like uh, it's all very shiny. The, the soundtrack is all bass. So, wow. uh, I was playing the soundtrack on the way home from seeing it, and like it's very tense. It's all based like bass lines is super tense, and Sinead was like, "Please turn this off. I'm starting to get a panic attack because it's like <laughs> someone's chasing us." It's like maybe they are. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> but like 
like the film is a it's one of them films where at the end you're like oh i get it now <laughs> like ah. there's so much you know, like so what was your uh, experience in the cinema with like everything that's been going on with like the you know the two meters away from everyone like did oh. you and Sinead have to sit like two meters away from each other or was she sitting no, in front no, of no. you and you were from popcorn at her you know no, no, no. We, we we sat together, Dom, because we are in the same household. Okay. I know you're being facetious, but but the people just decided to sit real like right next to us, and we were like, "Hey, that's not your seat." Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but no, it was fine. Um, you were to wear your mask until you were eaten, which was like, you know, when as soon as you sat down, instantly you would just take the mask off. Yeah, for you the uh, whole movie. Oh, pretty shit. much, man. Large popcorn, mate, just stuffing my face. Uh, that could be a mask itself. I, I really, of, of popcorn. I really miss the cinema. There's something about that sensory deprivation, mm-hmm. where like the whole thing you're there for is that film. The surround sound, the giant screen, the experience. Pa- yeah, yeah, yeah the experience. It really is. That's the whole point of the cinema. It's the experience you're paying for. It's not, you know. I mean, it's good to see a good film, but you can watch a good film at home. It's, it is the experience you're paying for. That's the main selling point. Yeah. yeah, I really missed it. Like, uh, I, I missed it. I think it was the first time in five months that we'd been to the cinema. And it was it was excellent. Uh, I really loved Tenet. I don't know why I put it out straight away to try and save cinemas, but I'm sure it lost a lot of money. Yeah, Even yeah though- I, rem- I remember hearing that he was going to, like, he was planning on putting it out for months and months, like ages and ages, probably expecting, oh, there's not many other films, people will just go and see this, but then I heard that's... Uh, it's bombing, not bombing, but yeah, people, it's not doing anywhere near as well as he was hoping. Yeah, because people don't want to go out because they're not sure of like, you know, I mean, like, all you need to do is look at like uh, some cinemas, Empire and Cineworld and what they were, their stances are on it. Well, I mean, you turn around like, no, we, we just had a laugh there about, you know, you keep the mask on until you eat. I says that's like, so that's a bit pointless. Well, just like, yeah. take the mask off then, if that's the case, it's like. It's it's almost like a superficial rule. Yeah. Like it's it's in place so you get there. It's so that they can say, "Oh, we're doing everything that we can to stop this, but please don't, sh- you know, please don't shut us down." Kind of thing because we're taking steps to yeah to stop it. But as uh, uh, a as a good rule, what's oh, good? Hi. I mean, it makes sense, but I mean, are people even going to really follow it? Let's be no. honest. No, people had the mask off all the time, but you're not facing each other, which is the point. Mm. Like. um and you're not near each other, which is also good. They're actually like dishing out people with seat numbers and saying like you can only sit here at a certain time. But that must be costing them money as well because they're half in their um, their screen yeah. capacity. Yeah, the amount of people that can actually sit down, but not even that. Like Dom was saying, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to bother. There was uh, Lassie in my work, her and her husband went. They were the only two in the cinema to see Tenet. So there's, there's obviously people that are just like, nah, I'm not risking it, I'm not bothered, no. I'll wait for it to, you know, be able to watch it at home kind of thing. Either that, Which is sad. Like, either that, it's just like, as I've been saying for years, Christopher Nolan is just the poor man's M. Night Shyamalan, you know? Bro! How, how dare you? Bro! How dare you, sir? Bro, I'm not accepting that. <laughs> I'm not accepting that. That is, like, Tenet is a good film. Like I'm Sinead. usually the one with a hot take, Dom. But now you're coming out with this. Jesus. <laughs> Sinead did not get it, but she liked it. Uh, it was. Do you know what it reminded me of? James Bond. Ooh. Like it was very secret agent. Uh, like yeah, that the. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to just call him Denzel Washington's son. Denzel. He was excellent. He was really, <laughs> really fucking good. He was an excellent actor, and 
Kenneth Branagh plays after his dad. Yeah, yeah, Kenneth Branagh plays this excellent villain as well. It's like a super villain. It would he would go down really well in a James Bond film. And there was a lot of set pieces and stuff like that that reminded me of. I've been watching the Daniel Craig films uh, lately, the Daniel Craig James Bond films, so I can get ready for this this new one. And Tenet would fit in with a Secret Agent film. It's really good, and it the ending sets up more films. Like uh, I think he's going to do a lot of sequels to this, but you should definitely go see it. Um, stop making faces at me, Hamish. <laughs> I'm do bored when it, you talk here. <laughs> do you think it's going to be like a trilogy? They'll try to do again, like what he's done with like Batman. Is it um, we'd offer something like that? Is it it is, when you when you watch it, you'll realise it. But the time travel bit is super important to the plot. I know that sounds stupid because that's what it's about. But like, it's important. So, yeah. It's important to the plot of every character of the whole story mm-hmm. it's at the end there's a lot of oh yeah oh i get it now moments because there'll be there'll be a point in the film where you're going what the fuck is going on i have no idea who these people are yeah like there was a point where i met a lot of characters and i had no idea what this the goal was yeah which is bad in the film yeah but the action the action was keeping me there and then later on i was like oh yeah i get it now like mm-hmm. But you, you but, do rate you do rate it like it's worth a watch like when it finally yeah. like you know when cinemas properly like well will people feel comfortable to go to the cinema? You think it'd be a hundred percent? I've had a lot of the criticism of the dialogue like being too quiet yeah. with the super bassy soundtrack, but like I never got that because I was in a I was in a Cineworld super screen thing and like yeah. it had a better mixing probably. That but, just kind of describes like most films these days to be honest and the dialogue's always a bit quieter you know what I mean but that's why TV's come with like clear voice and stuff like that and yeah. you can put that up. But like, mate, do you know what I loved about this film? It was it was Christopher Nolan's vision like it wasn't it wasn't like compromised for any sort of um, audience I think that sounds stupid because I really like Marvel films, I like the Star Wars films, I like these franchise films, but like these films are coming harder and harder to get. You know these guys who are like, like your Martin Scorsese's and stuff like that. Like I know he's he's said some bad stuff about Marvel films, but and your Tarantino's. These films are few and far between now because everything is a franchise film. So like getting something that is a different look and a different story is actually pretty cool. Yeah. It's interesting as well, like yeah, because when you have like you know, as he says, you you can get bored of just seeing the same stuff and no nothing getting finished because hey man, we got to we got to make the sequel and we've got to have the backstory to this character and like a prequel movie and you know we got to this we got to have this universe fill out before we do anything. You know I mean yeah? Because I mean, like, how well did the Dark Universe do? Remember that? I mean, I saw that film, uh, The Mummy, and I was so confused during it. I was like, wait. Isn't the mummy meant to be the bad guy? Why is the mummy? Why is the mummy sexy? <laughs> I think it was that Sophia Butella. Mm-hmm. She was in um, Kingsman as well as the one with the the uh, sword legs. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Why is she the mummy? <laughs> <laughs> then we find out that we are all the mummy inside of Zol. The mummy lives. Yeah, and, it, and there's the a mummy from- waiting to burst out of every single one of us. Now, uh, who's the guy from New Girl, Hamish, that did the voice of uh, Spider-Man? Oh, um... Nick something? His name's Nick in the show. I think his name's Jake Johnson or something like that in real life. Right. 
he's in the mummy i know we're off topic now but like he's in the mummy and he does like a american werewolf in london you know how like they see the dead guy oh yeah like, like that film just confused the fuck out of me like it was just tom cruise i, I know tom cruise wrote part of his script he was like i am cool i am the cool guy i will get the girl you know mate you're 60 did you <laughs> did, did any of you see the trailer that released for that when the mummy first came out where they accidentally released the wrong trailer we yeah, had no, no music or anything like that. It had all the sound effects, like so. Tom yeah, Cruise was floating about, going, ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah, awful. the plane, the plane was crashing, and he was just like, ah, screaming like randomly. <laughs> I remember up. seeing that. <laughs> that was a bad film, man. Like I watched that, and I was like, "This is a bad film." So like sh- it's not you don't usually I do that, but I'm yeah. like, "This is a bad film." <laughs> so most you- bad films, you know, are going to be terrible. Like yeah. when you when you first get into them and you're expecting them to be bad you know what I mean by that one uh, in fact actually I knew it was going to be bad <laughs> yeah Tom Cruise usually does like we're way off top but Tom Cruise lately has been smoking it he's been knocking it out of the park that Edge I've of Tomorrow I've Tom Cruise mate I've always liked Tom Cruise have he you seen Edge of Tomorrow rap. mate of course or Love Die Repeat you know it's based on a, a manga right a Japanese yeah. manga it's really fucking good that film is amazing Based on a manga that was based on a video game, yeah. Yeah, like, and it's... Or the uh, idea of a video game, anyway, where you die and then you come back. They fucked it up by changing the name of the the film, like, three times before it came out. But, like, that deserves a sequel. Uh, What's the other one he did where he was, like, the guy in, like, a... He was, like, in a pod with a woman, but he was a clone. Um, God damn it, Tom Cruise. Stop making films that are all the same. The other one, I, I like Minority Report. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's a that was a famous um, sci-fi writer that made that. Uh, it was uh, Philip K. Dick. Yeah, Philip K. Dick. Um, yeah. Oblivion. Oblivion was good. The Jack Reacher films are actually really fucking good as well. I've, I've never seen Oblivion, but yeah, Jack Reacher is good. Yeah. Uh, but the Mummy was awful, and, and the Mission Impossible films are great. I just don't know how he how he keeps going at sixty. Anyway, back to what Dom was doing this week. <laughs> well, no, what, what I was going to say is like Hugh what's happening in the news mate oh the news Tom let me click all these tabs I've got open here what's the professional mate you need to read your lines you need, you need to memorise your lines I should say wait I'll tell you the biggest news this week uh, Final Fantasy 16 confirmed for next gen but it's a PS5 exclusive but, it was, but the trailer was running on a PC hold yeah, on yeah. hold on hold on hold on biggest news this week is Xbox I'm buying Zenimax. <laughs> Xbox buying Zenimax. Well, Microsoft, Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox. Now, Xbox has one of the biggest developers, publishers in the world as one of their first party developers, publishers. I was, was going to see when we were talking about Game Pass earlier on and you were saying about AAA titles going to it. I was thinking Elder Scrolls 6 is going on to fucking Game Mate, Pass. Day one. M- Microsoft owns Doom and Wolfenstein. Yeah. Like, that is... That is that's big. Mm-hmm. And I That's don't have good. to buy Doom Eternal now <laughs> because it's going to be on Game Pass. It's going to be on Game I'm Pass so glad in the next week. I, yeah, I've, I, see, when you put that in the chat, Dom, I was so relieved because I've been this close to buying it. And honestly, the first thing I thought when I saw your message, I was like, finally, a game I didn't buy. This is going to be fucking Game Pass. Like, <laughs> Mate, and honestly, I'm thinking about um, the upgrade that these games are probably going to get. You know how Bethesda releases games and they're lacking a lot of the time we'll say lacking sometimes um, it's a wee bit buggy isn't it yeah yeah 
but I can imagine after a year, two years, these games being fucking rock solid on the new uh, consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can get past my, um, what is it I get when I play Doom? It's uh, exactly. motion, oh, sickness. motion sickness. Motion sickness. Yeah. I can't believe you get motion sickness on the regular Doom, like Mate, not even I the VR know- Doom. I don't know why. Like I'm, I'm like I was playing it, and I was like, "Man, I feel awful. I wonder what's wrong with me." Like I feel like I'm going to be sick. Yeah. And then I was like, "Wait, wait, is this from playing Doom?" God damn! And I was really enjoying it as well. It's because of the the movement in Doom is frantic. Oh yeah, it's it's fast paced game. It's not like you know a lot of games where you need to cut corners. I mean, like the you know, slice of pie, like look around corners when you come round. Nah, yeah. you just fucking run in and you shoot the fuck out of those demons and punch them in the face and kick them in the nuts and everything. <laughs> it's, it's meant to be frantic and fast-paced, you know what I mean? So it might be the music as well. I had a headset on and I was listening to the fucking soundtrack and I was playing it and like it was just in my vision completely and I was like, I'm going to be sick right now. <laughs> so with, with, that news, with that news with uh, Microsoft um, buying them, do you think we'll be getting like Dishonor sequel, The Evil Within sequel... All these sort of ones that uh, Bethesda put on the back burner. Do you think they'll be like, oh, we can just release these as Xbox exclusives for the Series X? I don't know about Dishonored. Um, I think they were really disappointed in the. Like, I think they're really good. Uh, the first one was really good. I never played the other two, but like, I think they were disappointed in how they performed and like when they were released. So I don't know if they'll go back to them, even though they were like critically acclaimed. They just weren't, you know, commercially good. I really, uh, I love, I love the first one. Uh, played this, I played it a couple of times actually because it was like it wasn't on the 360, but there was like a there was like a normal. It was kind of definitive. Well, was it on the 360? Right. Yeah, that it was. was yeah. I played it on the 360 and then again played all the way through it on the Xbox One. Yeah. Um, second one, I don't know. I just couldn't get it. I played it for like literally 20, 30 minutes, and this wasn't even like right after it, so I wasn't purely like, bored of that game. I did hear I it just, got rushed though. Like, uh, they were kind of rushing them out the doors because I think, like, Fallout 76 was on the horizon for it, I'm sure, around then. I mean, it, it didn't it know. didn't appear buggy to me or anything like that. It was just, I don't know, it just didn't grab me at all. Like, yeah, so. I heard they're, like, good games. I think they're solid games, but I don't know if they'll go back. I think they will go back to The Evil Within. Like, I think that's popular enough to go back to. Wolfenstein, um, definitely. 100% on our Wolfenstein. I think Wolfenstein as a series has never actually been bad. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's been uh, going on uh, this long, mate. Like the young ones, oh, is it young ones? Young blood, young blood young wasn't blood. great. It was <laughs> young ones. The young ones. That's a comedy show. <laughs> that's for the a TV show. That's a fucking brilliant show. I bought the young, the young blood like day one. And I think we tried to stream it as well, didn't we, Hamish? We tried to like. Uh, the, the plan was you and me would, because uh, I was around at yours. The plan was we will stream it together, and then we found out it's online only. Uh, it, co-op. It wasn't very good, was it? I mean, it's it's literally just like the new. Uh, the new Wolfenstein games to be honest it's the same kind of idea with a few tweaks of you need to choose a loadout and then the other person gets the other one so I um, think that uh, I think the exciting thing about Wolfenstein the first and second one was the set pieces though like so yeah. Young Youngblood had like the one map and you just went around the one map but like Wolfenstein 1 and 2 had these like crazy maps that you had to go through like levels obviously and they yeah, were all there was, it was, there was an, an A and a B there wasn't you know a young blood it was like you've got was it five or six areas it's like open back world to them and, uh, and it's kind of annoying not even open world because it's literally like go to the subway and go back to this map you know what I mean it's like just a handful of maps 
Microsoft's swinging that big cash. Because, I mean, that's them now got... <laughs> the, that's them got Ghostwire, Tokyo. No, no, that's coming out. They, they said they're going to um, honour all the contracts that are out there now. Okay, so that's Deathloop be... and... That's, that's, Death... yeah, okay. yeah, they're going to be timed exclusives now. Okay. Um, I like I like how Bethesda must have just went to PlayStation and be like, so um, what games do you want? And then they're like, ah, we'll take these two. And then they're like, Microsoft, what games do you want? And it's like, um, we'll just take the company. That's fine. That'll, that'll do. <laughs> we'll, we'll just go into Bill's back pocket and fucking buy them out, boys. Seven this and fucking, a half billion. This fucking trillionaire company, mate. We'll take the whole company. Thank so, you very much. Do you, know, yeah, that, do you know what I really want, thing. Hugh? Do you know what I really want to happen? Exclusive cool. to uh, Xbox and you Quake. Tell me. And you Quake. Oh, Oh, that would be big as well. See if you had like, like a Quake, Quake edition. Quake Ultimate or Quake uh, X and have it for that. Like something, you know, it'd be like solidified for like Microsoft is like, this is us taking it serious. Throw down the gauntlet. We don't need Chief, we need Quake. <laughs> oh, mate, don't. Here's the big question though, right? And, and I think the biggest part of this deal. Are Microsoft and Xbox going to be like, right, well... Bethesda games from now on are Xbox exclusives, or do you think they're going to be like, you know what, this, you know, we are going to get money anyway? Because they have previously said we're not about exclusivity. You know, gaming should be for everyone. But the vol, you know, also when you think about it, Elder Scrolls Six. Think how much Skyrim sold, right? Elder Scrolls Six seventeen would, consoles. Yeah, <laughs> but Elder Scrolls Six would be a fucking console seller. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people are saying like that would be so stupid for them to let them put it out on the PlayStation. But you will you will see Elder Scrolls Six on the PC, and you will see it on well, I don't know if you'll see it on the Switch, but you will see Bethesda games on the Switch. Well, I mean, like they did that with uh, was it uh, Oblivion it was only out in the three sixty for the longest time before it came out on the PS three. So they did that it was out in PC uh, and Xbox three sixty. I think that was a good a good faith thing, Microsoft, where like because. Oblivion was buggy as fuck. It had a lot of problems. It wasn't really ready to be shipped, and they were kind of surprise, like, surprise. Know. Like, you know, but they were, they were kind of like, can, can, we, uh, can we release this? And Xbox were like, ah, okay, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but did it not sell loads? It sold loads. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. It's it's probably one of the the better Elder Scrolls games, to be honest. Um, when you actually think about the going by the the time period and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I don't think they would keep games completely exclusive because at the end of the day even if they let the playstation have them they're yeah. still going to get the money when people buy those games because they own the parent company so do you, do you think they'll do uh, this do you think they'll do this they will be like okay you can have it on your console but we're going to have you know you you guys have spider-man but we're going to take this guy or we're going to have this guy's our ex- no. console exclusive and basically do it that way it's like well you can buy it for playstation you can play on playstation get the full experience on the xbox series x i, no, I honestly don't think they will i think that like because they, they have said sorry to cut you off um they have said like we're not about exclusivity but you know what the annoying thing about that is i guarantee you if the shoe was on the other foot see if sony had bought uh Zenimax, yeah they would be like oh exclusives all the fucking way yeah. no i bet you that Elder Scrolls 6 comes out for the Xbox, it doesn't come out for the PS5. What he means by console exclusivity, he means PC and Switch. They don't see Switch as a competitor, they see it as something different. And they see PC as part of their 
you know, infrastructure. I don't think you'll see their games unless it's something that they don't really, you know, you might see a Wolfenstein or a Doom eventually go to PS5, but it'll be two, three, not, four not years. Yeah. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, either that or they try and do like, oh, by the way, we want um, God of War on the Xbox. <laughs> like, and mm. I don't think that'll ever happen. Like, they'd be dumb to do that. They'd be dumb to like, buy Bethesda and then just let them work the same way as they always did. The whole reason you buy them is to make them work for Xbox and only Xbox. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a wee bit optimistic, but I like to think that Microsoft and Xbox and Phil Spencer are like, nah, you know what? Fuck exclusivity. Make it for everybody. But maybe maybe you're right. Maybe they might strike a deal. Obviously, we heard that Ragnarok, the next God of War, is going to be announced. So maybe that may be part of a deal. Like, we won't be completely Xbox exclusive yeah. if we get Ragnarok, you know? What did but you... that, that, I don't think that'll happen. So... I don't think Sony would ever give up exclusivity of any of their first-party titles. So what Sony, I think... Sony's that kid that when they start losing at football, when you used to play in the street, you're like, oh, it's my ball, I'm going home. Oh, so here then? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I never lose, though, because I think I won't. Because <laughs> I think I won't. But like, I think what you might get is a Game Pass on PS5, Maybe. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm. that seems That's a... what they want, mate. That's that. This is what Xbox want, right? This is what the Xbox division will eventually be. It'll be Netflix. It'll be. They, they've already got PS Now. Oh, PS Now's trash, though, mate. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's I, I think. I think if anything, they'll just pump more money and more development into PS Now to try and make a competitor to Xbox Game Pass. I don't know why they've not done that already. To be fair. Well, I think the big reason is that Sony's a Japanese company and the Japanese internet isn't actually as good as ours like yeah. i'm not i'm not saying this out of my own knowledge i'm saying this out of other like youtube videos i've watched japan's network infrastructure isn't as good as america britain europe i get that weird. obviously like i mean sony's loyalties have always laid mostly with japan you know fair enough that's where they're from but there would be enough european consumers and customers to justify putting more money into it and making it a more robust service. Yeah, true. I don't think they see. I don't I, like. It's obviously two strategies they've got. They've got two separate strategies. Sony's got the we will make quality exclusives, and and Xbox is like we will provide a service. Like, and I I think it's good. I think having several companies with several different goals is actually quite good. So, Mike and Nintendo's just fucking chugging along, doing what the fuck Miyamoto wants. Who the fuck knows what they're doing? You know, they released Donkey Kong Country 2 on the Switch last week. Who the fuck cares? That game came out 25 years ago. Just release it day one, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I mean, the the competition is absolutely good, because, I mean, see if you really looked at it, Obviously, like Microsoft, a trillion dollar company, it doesn't mean they've got that money to spend that's tied up in, you know, assets and stuff like that. But really, if you're looking at it from a purely monetary standpoint, they could technically just buy Sony. They could they could fucking buy Disney if they wanted to. Uh, but then, if they buy places like Sony, then there's not going to be that competition, no. and competition is always good for consumers. See, I think. The Xbox has always been a showpiece for Microsoft. It's never been a moneymaker. It's always been a yeah, yeah. We're saying for that. Microsoft is a look at we we can do. We can we can make a console as well. Xbox is trendy. That's what they want. They want a trendy. There's a Microsoft bit of equipment in everybody's house because like what other Microsoft shit do you buy? 
nothing. Like, definitely not their phones. Definitely not their tablets and stuff. I bought the phone. The tablets are okay. See, the Surface ones, the Surface Pros, they're all right. So I wanted a Surface Pro because it's just pretty much a PC, a powerful PC and a tablet, but um, they want to keep Microsoft's name in, in the household. Yeah, of course. So, like, they just pump Xbox full of money and it doesn't actually make anything. It just keeps them relevant. So, Hugh, here's, here's the real question. Here's the real question right now. What did you think of the Final Fantasy 16 trailer? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I kind of got us off on a tangent there. I'm not going to lie, boys. I got very excited, very, very excited. Um, I was, I wasn't, I, I didn't really care about it. It's, it's exclusive for the PS5. Don't really care, to be honest. I'll play it on any console, but um, it looks like they've gone back to the fantasy element. Yep, it's not sci-fi anymore. Hamish, I know you don't care about this, but like. I, I, I really don't know much about it. When you were like, oh, they're going back to this fantasy, I was like, were they at the final stage before? Like, <laughs> well, no, they, like, is this them now going to the final part of the fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> it was um, It was getting more and more sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi? It's sci-fi? becoming very futuristic uh, and robots. A lot of them. Yeah, robots, guns, and they went back to swords and castles, if you know Magic. what I mean. Magic. Yeah. Yeah, so it looks good um, from the trailer. <laughs> like, it looks. It basically seems like they've taken uh, Seven Remake and they've just basically did a new skin for it, which is a, which is great because I love the gameplay of Seven. Like you yeah. can choose to have between you know your active system or you can you know hit and just continue just your ATB system. Um, and the they just saw and oh sorry man. Sorry, the director of this game, I think, is the guy that saved Final Fantasy fourteen, the MMO. Yes, it is. So it's not Tabata. It's not someone who is entrenched in ideas of 20 years ago. Yeah. he He's only Final Fantasy seven now, I think. So this is going to be a new start for Final Fantasy, and I think this is a make-or-break number. Like, Definitely. I mean, you're like 16 games solid, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> 16 games. <laughs> Wait, and you know me, I love 15. Mm. I actually have been thinking about playing that game from the start again. Um, have you not done that twice? Uh, like four, four times. Yeah, uh, Jesus <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, he just loves Oliosis. <laughs> Mate, uh, I get... Do you know, you ever play the game where you get the weaknesses of the game, you're like, ah, that isn't great, but you're like, I really fucking like the way, the, the vibe. Yeah. Like, I love the vibe of Final Fantasy XV. If they can get that vibe, I'm saying vibe a lot, <laughs> and the next... You're, the also, next you're also moving your head, like, people listening I'm will be vibing, like, I'm you vibing. are vibing, mate. See, if we had, like, a 360 <laughs> mic, you could go around the microphone doing that. Vibing. I'm excited, man. Like, I'm, I'm actually, I'm starting to get that um, next gen hype mm-hmm. into me. Like, I'm, I'm like, oh, what's coming next? Obviously, they're pumping loads of money into the next gen games. Next, the next one's coming up, man. It is definitely Spider Man, Miles Morales. Uh, but that's been made off the PS4 Spider Man engine. But also, did you, but did you see the puddles? They're, they're, <laughs> they're back. The puddles are back. We may as well talk about this. There is no free upgrade. Between PS4 and PS5 Spider-Man. So, Can I uh, let me explain this to you, right? Okay. If you buy PS4 Miles Morales, you will get Miles Morales. If you buy PS5 Miles Morales, you will get the PS5 version and a PS5 version of the Spider-Man game. Re- 
remastered, well, up, upgraded. Upscaled kind of thing. Yeah, so if you buy the PS4 one, you don't get a free upgrade to the PS5, which I think is kind of against the grain now. Like yeah, everyone's, everyone's yeah. talking about this, uh, you know, what, Control. what do they call it? Like the free upgrade stuff. Um, smart delivery? Yeah, smart delivery, yeah. Everyone's saying that these days. Also, I've heard that you can't even like migrate any saves or anything like that. So you need, need to start an entire new game. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed playing Spider-Man on the PS4. Same. I don't want to fucking go through all of it again. Same. No. That platinum, uh, I platinumed that game. That was one of the, same. a few of the games that I platinumed because I enjoyed doing it. And, uh, Say same again here. <laughs> I enjoyed I, I, I really enjoyed uh, finishing and doing all the the side quests and thinking the things with like Harry uh, Osborne and that, like his backstory where he was right? going. It was it was great because it gave more of like, all oh, right, where like where the fuck is he? And then obviously you get your sting at the end of uh, Spiderman. But <laughs> you're right, Hamish. I'm fine. I'm laughing at you. Fucking. I had the burp. I had the oh, burp. Right. I had the mute. I had the mute and burp. At least you actually muted this time, mate. Like last time, Tom, you edited the last one, didn't you? Did you leave Hughes burp in? Please tell me you did. I didn't. <laughs> it was like, oh, <laughs> mate, mate, it was so good. <laughs> um, but it was yeah, a like, good game, man. Yeah, it was a great it game. But a... for them, for them to have like that's Insomniac as well, and you'd think you know they would like to show that we are we are listening to the fans, and this this idea of upgrading for free is a great like you know incentive for people to go and buy these consoles right now and to do it to like I think was one of my favourite games of uh, uh, was it 2018 2019 2018 I think it was and it was such a nice game to play because of all the web springing and stuff and the graphics were I had a PS4 Pro so the graphics were amazing do you know what I also liked about it You you could have all the costumes and you could unlock them and you didn't yeah, you have don't to, have to pay for them. To pay for them, you could you could get the you could get the Avengers uh, Infinity War suit if you wanted to <laughs> if you pre- pre-ordered it. But generally, you could, you could get even you could even get the you know the Sam Raimi films like the the first three Spider-Man films. All those fans can are uh, like we're like oh why why do we not get Tobey Maguire Spider-Man so we even put them in like yeah have you just bought Avengers great. yet no. No, not yet. But I'm, well, we were I'm talking close, about it the last mate. time. Mate, mate, I would wait until next gen. I would. I'm honestly going to wait. Cause... I'm not. I'm not so much worried about next gen. I'm more worried about uh, patches because see with these live patches service in. games. You heard me. <laughs> I heard you. I was just like, I don't care how long this silence is. We're leaving it in just so that everyone knows how bad a joke that was. <laughs> um, but patchlings like, will know Hamish. See how you're saying, though, like uh, one of the best games of 2018. Honestly, when I think of PS4, it's, it's probably one of the main games that I think of. I think, like, when I think PS4, God of War, Spider Man, say it, Fucking Horizon say Zero it. Dawn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you're waiting for. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> Stuff like that. I mean, I think it was like a a game of that console it's a, I mean? a benchmark so, it should be like what other other superhero mm. games should be and should strive to want to be and it's like yeah if people will buy a game that's a full game and not fucking sold to them bit by bit and it's if it's done by a good company and it's backed by a company to let them do what they want with it and it, I think it was one of my favourite Spider-Man stories as well yeah it was really fucking good yeah. I really enjoyed that game and it's, it's literally a, a, it's a console seller yeah. like, there's, there's people that 
because it is an exclusive, obviously, there are people... I mean, I, th I think it was that. It was either that or one other. Or God of War. It was kinda, I think it was just kind of in between the two. Yeah. That's the only reason that I bought a PS4. That and the VR, but... Yeah, you know, I'd specifically wanted to play those games. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. And it's very rare that there's going to be a game where I would literally buy a console for. Mm -hmm. I guess for that as well. So, Hugh, was there any other games that were interesting uh, at this PlayStation know. event? Yeah, I know. I know it was a wee while ago. There is one game that I really like to talk about, but Hamish would get mad, so I'm going to say it. Oh, Hamish always gets mad. Like, no, I'm fucking done. <laughs> like, there's no point in like not trying to make him mad because he's always mad. Right, guys. Uh, the PS5 has a lot of games announced. One of the biggest ones, which me and Dom are excited about, yeah, is Devil May Cry Special Edition. Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. Hugh, I'm sorry, you said biggest. You're gonna need to cut this out. You meant worst. I'm sure. Oh, uh, oh, hey. Amish. Don't even, don't even start because like. I think you're the only person in the world that hated it. Only um, person in the world, really? You think so? Yeah, like, I, it, was, it sold really well. It was... Um, Every single person in the world apart from me bought it, did they? Much, I. I'm, I'm going to say yes, because you can't prove me wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's coming to the I'm PS5. Sure purely by the sheer like sales numbers, it's literally find, impossible that everyone in the world me bought it. it. You find me in the next three seconds, and I'll concede. I don't need uh, to. <laughs> um, right, the, the DMC5 Special Edition has got ray tracing. Guys, are you excited yet? Did you see that the demo that they did for I've, the ray tracing for it? I've, I've never met them. I can't really be excited, mate. Right, you've got 4K at 30 frames or 1080 at 60. For DMC5, you're going to do 1080 at 60, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Because of the type of game that it is, yeah, because it's that, all over the place. Heck. Yeah, the character action game you need that sixty frames per second. Yeah, but it's still cool to have the four K thirty if you really want that resolution. But it's a really good looking game as it is. Um, these things aren't coming to the PC though. Oh like, yes, now, they are. They no, are. no, no, the, no, no. The, the been is... announced that it's not coming to the. These editions are not coming to the the PC edition. The special edition's not coming to the PC? Nope. No, the upgrades, you'll have to buy the full game again. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what, yeah. That's ridiculous. That is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. When, it, when it's just an upgrade of the, the game, you're not going to get it for the PC. You're going to have to buy it again, full price, to get these editions, which oh. isn't new from Capcom. This is This is expected from Capcom. This is... See, even before, like, uh, yeah, like the, the next gen, games used to do that. I remember if you had the 360 version of Castle Crashers, you would get a free version on the Xbox One, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's not the only game to do that. Like, it's not even like this is a new thing, but it's becoming more the norm now. So you think, why not? Yeah, definitely. Right, okay. The other things that come with the special edition are the 120 frames per second mode. Mm -hmm. So that's on PS5. Hold on. So there's not 120 frames per second modes in the regular edition? Nope. I don't think so. I think it's locked, mate. It's um, locked itself. What, what's what I'm getting here. Uh, 3D audio, DualSense, that fucking DualSense so um, the, controller. The, the, big, the big thing that's selling people for it is the uh, Virgil mode. 
where yeah. you get to play as Virgil, uh, Virgil all the way through the game and the legendary uh, hero mode, uh, dark hero mode spatter. So what they've basically done is changed it into Dynasty Warriors for it, where you just have multiple enemies on the screen and it's, uh, I think that they're going to do one hit kills, but you die one hit as well. So you've got to basically avoid everything, but they're just throwing hunters of monsters as much as they can. And it's only on PlayStation that mode, I think. I think. So, I mean, if you want to just yeah, do it like as- that, Yeah, so you would have to get it for that if you want to play that version, which really sucks because I'm why, always like... Why are you guys not more annoyed about locking 120 frames per second? Mate, I'm annoyed guys, at this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, but, this should just yeah, be an upgrade for the yeah. PS. Yeah, yeah but not even, not even the whole upgrade thing, right? But you guys get annoyed at, you know, the slightest bit of... DLC or anything like that, if it's Ubisoft or oh, anything I, else. I, Hamish, I'm annoyed, like, annoyed at this. This is like yeah, one of the things. This I'm, should be an upgrade. This, this should be a. You didn't sound upgrade. very vocal about it. This, like, if they're going to release this as an ultimate edition, right, you can go, right, fine. If you want me to buy the full game again, like to get all this DLC and stuff as one package, yeah, cool. I'll need to buy it again. But the extra frame rates, the performance. Upgrades yeah. should be should be free. Yeah, surely. Like all you're all you're basically it, doing is unlocking it. You're not bas- You're not going back into the place just to be like, oh, we're going to restructure this and push this up to 120 frames because anyone can easily do that. Like you know, you had that whole controversy with control. Yeah, where they upgraded mm. it and then well, they told them they couldn't upgrade it. Uh-huh. Upgrade it. They upgraded it by accident and then un upgraded it if that makes any sense to you yeah man it's, it's the exact same with the cross play I can't remember if it was was it Rocket League or something like that I was like no 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 we can't actually cross play doesn't work because that's what Sony were saying and then they turned it on for like a weekend or like not even that like a day and then they had to quickly turn it off and I was like oh shit um, so this thing that you said you couldn't do it's actually that easy to do you can do it on you know, by accident yep so it's, it's, it's kind of the same as that. Yeah, and it's not it's not cool. It's just trying to like, go back to that pot, just like, you know, double dip. And you shouldn't do it to, like, uh, fans that, you know, were speaking such high praise of your game. I mean, you, you had me, like, gushing all over about uh, Devil May Cry. Like, you know, yeah, not it, me. I, I had my head on straight, but you, Dom, yeah. <laughs> but, with the, like, again, for the thing is, though, for the extra mode, because it is just a mode and a character, which you could basically, if you had the Steam edition of Devil May Cry 5, you could basically mod it so you could play it as Virgil anyway and all this was yeah. a case you just switched I think it was the controller uh, uh, controller free and you got to control him so it was like so it was there it was already there good to go but you just withheld it because you well, that's the, and the thing that annoyed me more about this special edition is the exclusivity for the PlayStation 5 even though the trailer, world premiere trailer, was for Xbox. The first time to play the game was for the Xbox, uh, and I think they got like uh, extra. I think they got like ten pound off to buy the game digitally for Xbox. But yet they're doing this for PS Five. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I don't know why. It's just Capcom all over though. They will Isn't do it? that. Um, it's it's hard to see the logic in it, really, in it. Yeah, well, they were the ones that promoted the on disc DLC. You remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it was Tekken. Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and the costumes were on the disc, but you had to pay extra to unlock them. Like, it's just Capcom. They're just trying to make more money at the same game with a couple of extra additions. Yeah, that's just so ridiculous, really, isn't it? Like, fair enough. With most DLC, 
you kind of get a feeling. You kind of know, like, you already had this. You know, you, you already made this. You're just making me pay more. But the fact that it's physically on the fucking disc, that is insane, man. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's just the way they are, man. So, unless unless they do the special edition on Steam or wherever you can buy it for, and it's unlocked 120 frames and everything that they have there... I'm I'm not sure. I know that the DLC is coming for the game, for the uh, Devil May Cry Five, but as you said, it's not going to have the, you know, all the all the bells and whistles that she could get for the for the PC. I'm hoping I'm hoping they turn around and go. Do you know what? We'll do it for the PC because if that's the case, I'll ju- I will buy it again for the PC then, because I know my PC can handle that. Yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't buy a DLC for the PlayStation well, uh, PS4 version. Well, I've I've not bought the game yet. I had I played a little bit on the Xbox Game Pass, and I was I was impressed by it, but I never had the time to play it. But now I'm like, oh, if there's a special edition, I'm going to wait and play that on the next gen console. But if I was a guy that paid you know full price for the original copy, I'd be pretty fucking raging no, right I'm now. Like, I'm not so many, so many like performance upgrades, not including any of the, the extra modes. Like that should have been incrementally put out with the game. I think so. Like, uh, like I, I, you I, tell me they couldn't give you a, a sixty frames per second mode on this console. Yeah, they definitely could have. They're just holding it back. You couldn't give us Virgil after you know ages of people asking to get him. You know, unlocked, and we know that you have his move set because it's basically a carbon copy of him from Devil May Cry Three, apart from his yeah. flashier. And it's like, no, no, we can't do that. A person had one day later. You have hacked it. I can do this, no problem. You've actually got like a set command for a PlayStation controller right here. So it's just Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was more just like, well, we'll just let him squirm for a wee bit, which is not fair to fans of the game. I mean, I know Hamish like you know loves the game so much, and he you know he always like speaks ill of it. But you know, yeah, you know what? But I mean, like, whether you know, whatever company it may be, yeah, the the principle of it stays the same. Like, mm-hmm. they're basically like, we don't really give a fuck about the fans that have put the money in us first. Now it's kind of like, all right, okay, so what else can we get? Yeah. And really, you should be taking care of the people that believe in you enough to invest initially. You know, what yeah, I mean? definitely, yeah. They should at least get that upgrade. If you bought it, it'll almost be like a like a smart delivery upgrade. Or yeah, they should, the, they should be buy a, the game again. Thank you for believing in us. Thank you for giving us the money to be able to fucking make another game. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I'm going to buy this game for the first time. Dom might have to buy it for the second time. Like it's, it's just the way these games are now, guys. Like We're just going to have to be careful. And... I think buying a game on day one is now redundant. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You've I mean, got like, to wait on that Ultimate Edition. We, we remember we were talking about it was uh, Devil. It was the Devil May Cry series came out one by one on the Switch and now the definitive edition of Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition is the best one you can get now is all exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And you're like... But they're not going to do the free upgrades for everyone else that's, you know, done that. It's like, and all you need to do, because they have been that, like, oh, we could just switch that, but we're not going to do that. We'll just wait. It's easy for them. They just they just don't want to. They think you can pump more money. Pump you. Wait, anyway, guys. Take your money out. Are you by pumping you? 
We'll end our moaning there. We'll go into some more news. Um, Amazon Wait, have released. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold if we're talking on. about if we're talking about PlayStation, we need to talk about God of War Ragnarok, oh, mate. Oh shit! Have you, yeah, have you guys Rag- played God of War? Yeah, I've played God of War. I've played all the God of War, Hamish. Like have God you finished of, it though? More like uh, God of Snow. The first one I haven't finished it. No, uh, they say the first one, the PS4 one, I haven't finished. That's mm. on my list. Get on it, mate. Get on it. It's not even uh, that long. I uh, know it's it's on the list. It's one of them games I started, and I was like, "Oh no, something else came out." But uh, yeah, Ragnarok's uh, been announced. It's in development by Santa Monica Studios. There's nothing else really been announced yet. But is mate, there anything the, you want to the, hear? There doesn't need to be anything announced, mate. Then I know it's a God of War game. You know what I mean? And if it's following on from like a see. I can't really say anything because you've not played through it. But... No, I, I know what kind of happens during it. Um, and then eventually, I know what's going to happen in this trilogy. We're eventually going to kill uh, Odin. That's it's going to happen. <laughs> That's just go, going by the original three, like killing Zeus and that, but... Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to go a, on to... That, you know, Kratos is just going to go mental and just... yeah kill different pantheons of gods every single yeah. trilogy but um, I'm looking forward to it because Santa Monica do a good job especially um, if they've got a bit of time uh, to get is it Santa Monica? yeah I think it is yeah yeah it is yeah. yeah when they've got a bit of time they do a good job but like I won't expect this game out for at least another 18 months two years that's fine that's fine are you a boy, are you, a boy can wait <laughs> Do you think that the boy will be a lot older in this game? Boy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because uh, uh, there's not really anything to be gained by him being only a few years older. It's kind of like uh, in like Guardians of the Galaxy or the Avengers films. You see baby Groot, and then you see like teenage teen Groot. Groot. Yeah. yeah, there's no point. No one wants to see toddler Groot, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's going to be like, you know, you'll see Atreus as a, a boy in the first one. I think you'll be a bit older. Like it'll make it a lot more interesting. So yeah, I think so. I think it'll be. It's not going to be the next day the game starts. Like fr- from finishing the second one, you'll get like a wee recap or something like that of what happened and what's happened in between then. Yeah. But I think it will be not substantially in the future, but there will be a period of time that's passed. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to uh, reiterate a couple of games are going to come out for the PS4 which were meant to be PS5 exclusive. Horizon uh, Forbidden West will launch on the PS4. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Miles Morales um, will also be on the PS4. So do you think Sony backtracking on this next-gen only thing is uh, almost confirming that they don't think the PS5 will do as well because of this COVID situation? Then? No, I don't think so. Um because I think it's going to do well either way. The pre-orders have shown that, both for the PlayStation and the Xbox. The pre-orders were ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I mean, they could literally have had any number of consoles to ship, and it would have sold out. Yeah. I'm, also, so... I'm also forgetting Sackboy. Sackboy's coming out for PS4 as well. Sorry. Yeah, Sackboy! Uh, I'm just worried, man, because I'm a big Horizon Zero Dawn fan, and I'm worried that... For Forbidden West will be held back because it's been developed for the PS4 as well. 
Well, didn't they say, like, uh, when they were talking about the Unreal Engine and how the infrastructure of the PS5 is going to be the easiest console to make for? So, all it is a case of they're just upscaling. So, you might need to be, you might be alright. Well, yeah, just a case I know. Of just going, uh, let me just click this 60 frames to 120 frames. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it could be that. I just, I just hope that. I think it's because I'm invested in this franchise, mate. I think it's because yeah. you don't want to be this... diluted. You don't want anything to be like taken away or your experience to be lessened by you missing out on something because you don't have that console. You've got an inferior game of a series that you enjoy. Yeah. Especially in what? such a short period of time. See, because the consoles are coming out pretty soon, it'd be different if, you know, the, the PS5 hadn't even been announced yet. If the next Horizon Zero Dawn game was coming out, you'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, awesome, I'm going to play that. But the fact that the next console's coming out, you're kind of like, mm, you know, is it yeah. better on the next one? You know what? I'm, go- I'm probably going to go in-depth on it when it comes out, so I don't want to go too far now. Because I'm just, I'm just worried. Because it, it, like, it says that these games are designed to take advantage of the SSD, the controller, and stuff like that, like which are all different than yeah. the PS4. So They're like a complete redesign with like the 3D audio, uh, USB-C charging. Uh, yeah, it's doing Bluetooth worrying. headphones for it as well, isn't it? It's all yeah, yeah. It's just um, now I'm worried. That- I, I was pure throwing news off earlier, like, oh no, I'll be fine. And I'm like, oh no, a game I like? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what, guys? I, I know uh, we're getting near the end of the, the podcast, probably. But just, and you know, th- this has been a wee bit of uncertainty. We've been talking about, you know, a wee bit worried about what's happening with the next gen. So I'd like to offer something that I think will make everyone feel better. Oh, Hamish, please. If it's what I think it is, you'll make me a very happy man. Well, I finished my, my 12 balls, so uh-huh. it's going to be time. Barking again. Oh, Hamish. Oh. Did you even hear that? Hamish, no. do you know the thing? I did, did I even come through? It. No, it didn't come through. Oh, no. <laughs> hold on. Sorry, I'll spark my second can. Right, hold on. I, I think I need to talk through it. It's like... There, there we go. We yeah, was that better? Right, cool. Yeah, now, I'm just, now I'm just going to have to drink two cans. So Steve Austin style. Fair enough. Stone Cold yeah, Steve Hamish. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, wait, no. I could smash them together. I have done that before. Please don't. Terrible we're not idea. this. Yeah. Right, guys. Yeah, it's not worth it, yeah. Amazon, Luna, what do you know? It's a streaming service is going to fall on its ass because Game Pass is superior. What I know is Amazon's uh, thrown its hat into the streaming market with a nicer looking controller in this area, but yeah. it does have quite a lot of, I don't think exclusives, I think they're trying to do like what Apple have done with Apple Arcade, what Xbox have done with their Game Pass, like a Games for Services sort of style. You know what, yeah, I heard it was, it was getting a lot of shit because the controller looks like like a Wii, what's the Wii one that looks it's like not, that? It's not Wii, it's a Switch Wii Pro, Pro controller. Switch Pro, Switch, Switch Pro controller. And it it's like, it's like no fucking wonder. We own, we, we've got two hands, they go a certain way, all controllers look pretty much the fucking same. Like, yeah. we, we've kind of reached peak controller. Yeah. You, can, you, know, like, you can use an Xbox One, a PS4, a keyboard and mouse, uh, you can use all of those on the Luna. Um, you can play them on your PC. You can play them on a Chrome web browser. You can't. Uh, you can play them on your iPhone, iPads, 
you know, you know, it's the same thing as Stadia, pretty much. Um, it's not going to last. There's, there's, it's not going to last. That, it's going to be like it's going to be Stadia 2.0. Oh, it's going. Uh, well, do you know what, guys? I think we're a bit old to tell you what is going to be good nowadays. But it's going to cost five ninety nine a month in dollars. Dollars. So dollars. Uh, I'm not sure if you have to buy your own games. See, it's very because it's only kind of been announced. It's kind of still fresh, but if it's anything like Stadia, it's got as as Hamish says, uh, so eloquently, you know, they're falling its ass. But the problem it's is, just, like, if, it's you're already, if you're already it's paying for Linda. Game Pass and you know everything else, then are you really going to pick up another subscription service that True. plays? Basically, a generalised section of games. The, as you yeah. said, you with the XCloud, yeah, I think XCloud's got it beaten hands down for it. I mean, again, all it needs is the infrastructure of uh, either the five G connection, fibre optic getting installed and in quick up to other places so they can play these games, uh, and that will be it. That's what they need to do. But the problem is that people either don't want to spend the money for it, or they are they're rushing to something that's not fully realised. They're like, they're just they're just playing the long game. That they, They're like, okay, we, we've got all this money. Amazon's, you know, like, what, how much is that? Like, did they not, like, um, what's his name, the guy who runs Amazon, the first trillionaire? Jeff Bezos, yeah. Yeah, so, like, he, he's like, fuck it. Oh, I mean, what else are we going to do? Like, I'm, I can't, I could cure, like, you know, a world hunger, but, yeah, let's make a fucking rip off a stadia. Would you would you as any of you get this? Are you any use tempted no. by it? No, no, ma. Um, no, the no, don't. Streaming gaming thing. Sorry, man. Xcloud is my streaming gaming service. That's what I'm going to say. That's all. Like, if I'm paying for Xbox Game Pass, that's going to be your service. Like, who yeah. cares about these other third party services? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I was going to say was I remember like when uh, Stadia was first announced. And we were doing the podcast at the time because it wasn't that long ago. And we were like, I I actually said, like, I mean, you get first month free or it's only five pounds or something like that. Yeah, I'll give it a bash. And then I heard about it and then I was like, nah. But I mean, this doesn't even appeal to me in the first place to even try it. You know what I mean? It's it's because, like, you've seen it and you've seen it fail and you've seen it fail hard. And I think it's more because it's not for us yet it's one of those ones it's like it's unreliable it's subscription based and you're not telling us more details so that's what happened with Stadia it was all very like okay do we get to keep our games ah well hmm or do you do we get our saves <laughs> ah well hmm uh, what happens if we stop our subscriptions do we lose our sales uh, I don't talk to the developers it's their fault their, their problem if anything happens and it's like you can't just shift blame to the developers, they've got no fucking problems. Like you know, try put their games onto your servers, and you know it's, ugh, it's fucking nonsense. Yeah, it's just <laughs> obviously I, I do like like you were saying earlier on, Hugh. These kind of streaming services, yeah, they probably are the future of gaming. But I don't know. It's it's already the market is already kind of not saturated, but there's. Already some big players in it, and yeah, unless I see player. something, yeah, unless I see something very exciting and new and innovative, why would I even bother? You know what I mean? I think it's more like how are you going to play 
like how are you going to play these games when you the system and the requirements you need to have for it like even in like the best of places with the best of speeds can't run it properly there's delays and I mean, yeah, like the only thing that you'd be getting a console like this for or an, a device like this is for is like, do you know what? I'm going to sell all my game collection. Uh, I'm just going to have minimalistic lifestyle and I want my stay. Do you know what? I want my flat screen TV on the wall and nothing else. I'll have my Chromecast yeah. in the back. I just want everything just to look like that. I want it to look soulless because I have no soul because I've sold all the stuff that <laughs> gives me joy. I mean, it's like um, even see when Game Pass was fairly recent mm-hmm. um basically i'd like i'll my brother is a gamer but he's not like you know he wasn't even waiting up to get a pre-order and like he does enjoy playing games we used to play games together all the time and stuff like that yeah so i usually give him like when i got the cd uh, when i got my xbox one x i gave him my xbox one mm-hmm. but when i gave him it i got him six months of game pass as well because he didn't have xbox one x games it's a good initial kind of service if you've got nothing else. Yeah. He's streaming things, but you're either going to, you know, stick to that or you're going to build up a library anyway. Yeah. But at this point, everyone's got games, everyone's got other services, you know what I mean? Yeah, everyone's got so many other subscriptions too. Like, I mean, I mean, that's why TV's kind of like ruined a lot of things. Netflix and Disney Plus and now TV. And now that if they want to charge premium rate for like movies or games or anything, I mean, like if that was to them like Stadia or this, you want to go like all oh, all these games you're paying for a service. This is games free, but if you want the deluxe edition, just give us just give us a little bit of money. We'll do it that way. Yeah, it might not I seem mean, much, but then it'll get to a point. It'll be the same as like you know up to the fifty five quid that will be coming back, and it'll just start that sort of argument against is what I'm paying fifty five pound for something I don't even have in my hand. But I've also got to pay mm. a subscription. You know what I mean? Like it's again, they're just pushing to see how much they can get from it or get away with. To be honest, with doing the most minimalistic <laughs> stuff, they're like, "You can't play your games. Well, it's your internet's fault. It's not us. Like we're providing the service. It's just because your internet's someone else's fault. You know? Yeah. It, it's also it's another subscription, and every one of these they say like, "Oh, it's only five ninety nine a month, six ninety nine a month, whatever it may be." But if you look at you know Netflix, Amazon. Hulu, you know, HBO YouTube Max, premium HBO Max, all of these things that you have, it adds up. Like, oh, yeah. nobody's going to get all of them. And the whole point of them in the first place was like a low cost. It's not, you know, television. It's not, there's no adverts and stuff like that, even though it's there's fucking adverts. Right yeah, also that. But there's so many of them these days. Uh, you know Disney Plus as well. Like, oh, yeah, it's getting to the point where it's a pretty big monthly bill. Oh yeah. Right, I've figured that we're not a fan of these systems, so let's move on. <laughs> um, how long did that take you a wee while to figure out that we didn't like it here? Yeah, no, I let you go for a wee while there. Uh, Seems like I'm always going to break his straight. Nobody's going to hold him down, mate. What do you think of the theory that uh, Xbox is going to buy Sega? Did you like that Sega. theory? Sega. I, really, I really enjoyed that theory. You put that that picture into the into the chat, Dom, and I was like, "That's a funny coincidence." Mm-hmm. And then, like, I I saw honestly like eight or nine pictures, and it's like you know Xbox devs wearing Sonic T-shirts and. 
just loads loads of wee tiny things. Yeah. It's pure it's pure conspiracy theory material. It was so the the link was it was a picture from the official Xbox Twitter saying clean and simple, still iconic, the Xbox wireless controller in shock blue. So if you did if you went a wee bit deeper with it as well, the actual blue that they have on it is the same blue that's in the Sega logo. Like the same colour gra- gradient of it as well. And then obviously like what someone's done uh, on the uh, Twitter picture I've done is like they've highlighted the still iconic bit, but still iconic. You take out the T-I-L-L and the, I- <laughs> the I-C and it's Sonic. You're like, oh my God, shock blue. It's it's happening, boys, you know? Because like... That, I mean, that bit I was a bit like... That's a that's a reach, you know what I mean? But then, like other people have been saying it as well, you know what I mean? It's... I'm not a believer in this theory. Mostly because Sega isn't the same as Bethesda. Sega in Japan owns r- ridiculous amounts of um, like pachinko yeah. parlors and buildings, and like Sega's not the same type of company. It's Sega Sammy. And Sammy, yeah, Sammy owns like it's like it's not a games company anymore. It's like a a varied kind of thing. Yeah, um, it's got a lot, a lot of things and a lot of pies. But there was actually talk like months ago before this Sonic Blue control and stuff. But there was rumblings, and it obviously never came to fruition. But there was talks about Sega being bought by Xbox. So that yeah. does lend credence to those rumors. But could they all be just hearsay? But I'd think it would be interesting because like then if that's the case if they have been bought what's going to happen to like Q's favourite game series uh, Sonic and Mario at the Olympics well <laughs> Sonic and Mario at the Olympics is one of them classic game series that just it never gets old man it just, it's, I've never played one to be honest uh, <laughs> I played the demo once and you know what I was actually like this would be a lot of fun it's like a party game you know mm. all these different mini games definitely uh, but I've never had the chance to actually play it but I would say, like, if Sega were going to do anything, uh, or if Microsoft were going to do anything with Sega, I would hope it would be with, like, Virtua Fighter when that got the eSports announcement, that I don't know if it's going to be a new Virtua Fighter game, because it's been, oh man, Xbox 360, Virtua Fighter 5 came out when that was, like, when that first came out, the Xbox 360. No, no, I, I bought Virtua Fighter 5, uh, oh, actually, you're probably talking 2007, eight. It was pretty good. Oh. I quite liked it. It was just very fucking hard. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Virtua Fighter was a difficult game to get into. I just thought, I know it's got name recognition, but I don't think it was popular anymore. To, you know, the teasing, the teasing that Sega do. Like, they've got much more popular fucking franchises to put out there. Like, where's your Golden Axe? Where's Streets of Rage that they are developing? Do I think, I when think did it's... You see- Sorry, when did you say Virtua Fighter Five? Is it the original Virtua Fighter Five? Like Hugh said twenty two thousand and eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, something 2006, like that. Two thousand six, yeah, close enough. Yeah. I, well, I've never really got any of them. That's, that was on the lower tier of the beat 'em ups for me. Fourteen year ago, man, Jesus, oh. Kev used to play the fuck out of that game. We loved it, but then it was like, see, for top tier fighting for it, you'd had to sort of, uh, it was the down and low punch. That's all you'd had to do to like you'd everyone would just be doing that in online matches. Just like crotch you know, hitting everyone in the crotch and you're like, Why is why is everyone doing this? This is this is not cool. Fuck your nuts. 
You alright, Hugh? You, you okay, Hugh? Yeah, fine. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Alright, okay. Uh, I don't have much else to say about the Sega thing. Nah, nah, there's nothing else, Joey, man. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to talk about. Uh, Mega Sailor Remake, No More, no Man's Sky Origins update, and the Xbox Series X. Are you in you, you, you wee sleepy boy? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fading, man. But we can, we can go through this quickly, man. Xbox Series X, one terabyte storage expansion cards cost 220 quid. Fuck. So it was 220 dollars. It says 220 quid here on Tech Radar. Oh, okay, that's rough. Oh. Yes, that is rough, especially For a one you terabyte buy... drive. Well, you know, it's like the memory card thing, it's about this size, but it's one terabyte, and it'll be the same speed as the internal drive. Oh, the so NV... it's a SSD in it. It's the NVMe, it's called like the. SSD is not USB anyway. So yeah, you're like just, you're, th- you're throwing layers at me, <laughs> and I'm just gonna like, pretend that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> NVMe is like fucking ridiculously fast. USB is a lot slower. So like if you've got an external drive with like loads of games on it, it'll be a lot slower than yeah, this yeah. this this like memory card that they're fucking selling for two hundred quid. Is it worth it? No, I don't think so, because what you would do is just put the games that you want, you play most often on your internal drive. Internal, yeah. I mean, yeah, I thought like, that, was, that was the whole point that they would say with these next-gen consoles, is like, oh, fuck loading screens, we don't do that anymore, you know what I mean? But you, is anyone else not worried that, like, you know, we, they're charging that much now? Hopefully that's just, like, a rough estimation for it, because that's fucking ridiculous, but a lot of people that are getting these new consoles that they're not just going to have, like, one game on it, i.e. Call of Duty, when, like, you know how many updates that's had. <laughs> and now they have to spend yeah. that much money just so they can play, I don't know, fucking just anything else, like maybe FIFA or another game. Like, I mean, like, that's why I think when we were talking about this, I did, I'm sure I did say with the memory card, but I was worried that Microsoft weren't being more open like Sony were, that if they were going to have that, they were going to basically jack up the price. I'm sure I did say that because it's... I mean, uh, see, to be fair, like... It does kind of fall in line with new technology that size. I remember SD cards that were, you know, like 8, 16, 32 gig. They used to go for like fucking 80 quid or something like that. It used to be ridiculous. And now now you can obviously get them for pretty fucking cheap. Hamish, Hamish, do you remember when PlayStation came out and the memory cards for an 8 megabyte and how much they used to cost? Uh, 20 quid or something like that, easy, like, like minimum. I think it was one megabyte for the original yeah. um, PS1. And you could, I remember, you could play games. I remember it was so expensive <laughs> that I couldn't afford one. I could buy a game or a memory card, and I was like, well, there's no point in buying a memory card. Exactly. So I'll buy a game, and I can't, I can't even remember what games were, but I remember playing them over and over and over again, like the intro bit. I was like, let's see how far we can get today before I need to fucking turn this off and do my homework. <laughs> Yeah, I had a lot of games that I would just play until fucking at night time and then have to start again the next day. But yeah. £220 is a lot of money for any memory cards. Like, especially for one one terabyte, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I've got, uh, what is it? I think I've got like a couple of, on my PlayStation and my Xbox, I think I've got either four or six terabyte hard drives, external ones plugged into them. And I think I maybe paid between 80 and 100 pound for each of them hmm. these days i mean back you know, a few years ago you'd 
probably be spending 150, 180 quid on that. But that's always the way technology is. It just, you know... Early adopters. Goes, yeah. It, it, it goes down very, very quickly. So... I think if we hold out, we wouldn't need to pay that kind of money. Nah. Because that's just a bit fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Especially if, like, you know, Call of Duty takes up half of that. <laughs> yeah, see, that's another thing as well. Like, there are, uh, like, basically PlayStation and stuff like that. We're seeing, oh, this is how much a regular PlayStation 5 game is going to cost in, you know, memory space. And you'd on the initial console itself with its own internal hard drive yeah you'd maybe get three games or something like yeah. it's fucking wild okay guys that was a lot of news this week um, a lot of news we talked about a lot of the PS5 stuff a lot of the Xbox One stuff this is just a very busy time in gaming we it's haven't crazy. got into what we're actually like enjoying yeah but uh so 38 that is a goodbye from Mr. Dom goodbye Mr. Hugh that's a goodbye from Hamish Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. And that's a goodbye from Hugh. See you next time, guys. Bye. Yeah.